enchanté. Hey, tidy whities Welcome back to the Two Tight Ends Podcast. I am your co-host, Connor, and with me is a man who goes on daily walks because he claims that it lowers his risk of diabetes, Neil. What's up, Neil? Hey, what's going on, guys? Not too much, but that's a lie. There's a lot going on. There's so much going on. I mean, first off, way to go, Lightning. Won the Stanley Cup. I don't Clap know if up, anyone boys. has any... I don't know if anyone has any strong uh, strong opinions about whether they won or not, but uh, way to go, I guess. Whether they won or like, <laughs> or whether like uh, no, just... whether whether strong feelings exist because they won is that a better oh, way to I put see. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. I mean, Krakens yeah. are winning it next year anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, so you know, there's no repeat for Lightning. Sorry, guys. Yeah, exactly. Definitely mm. not. I already told I mean, my girl. I already told my girlfriend that I want Kraken stuff for my birthday because it's coming up. So. It's coming Aww. in the mail, baby. It's cute. Mm-hmm. I actually, when, uh, when uh, Michelle and I were out in Utah and I went into some shop to find like a hat or something, they had this big old rack of Kraken shirts and I was like, nope, nope, just wait. There'll be better, <laughs> there will be better stuff out there. I can wait. Oh, you had to resist. I had to. I had to like pull myself out of that store physically. <laughs> Everyone awesome. started looking at me really weird. That's sweet. But yeah, cool. yeah. Well, congrats to the Lightning. Uh, I'm excited for next year when the Caps might do a little better. We'll see. we'll see, but hey, we'll congrats to us because this is our tenth episode. We actually made it ten episodes in, is and without you know killing each other. Uh, I have to I have to break the fourth wall a little bit, man. This is this is pretty crazy, Connor. <laughs> ten in already. I mean, last time you had ten in you, it was like your college days, and that lasted mm-hmm. like a hot second. That lasted one semester. <laughs> <laughs> one semester, ten in me. It was a good time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh speaking of that we did have some punishment ideas come through which uh shout out to andrew's family because they're the ones that are staying on top of this but uh mm-hmm. yeah we got some good ones i mean we had some ideas like maybe do something like similar to the practical jokers or the classic like fantasy football uh punishment where you have to like dress up in like a wig and a tutu and heels and mm-hmm. like wear a sign or something or one that I like, because Andrew and I have done this before, is you just put make something super, super nasty. Like, I don't know, take a McDonald's Happy Meal and put it in a blender and make them eat it. I don't know. Do some oh, kind of like yeah, nasty food thing. challenge. Yeah, we used to do this at, at the job we worked at all the time. We'd like, yo, I'll give you a quarter if you take a shot of Tabasco or something. Oh, the best was like, I'll go to the gas station down the street and get you like a Monster or a Red Bull or a Mountain Dew because we didn't have those at the restaurant we had a bunch of coke products and so mm. it was like i'll go down to the gas station get you something different if you take the shot tabasco <laughs> done easily done also done. tabasco and monster in your stomach is the worst thing tabasco is rough yeah <clears throat> a whole shot of tabasco um, is pretty rough yeah uh, uh there's another idea that i liked uh they're saying you know maybe get your legs waxed or something like that i like those yeah some good ideas uh we'll have to decide one eventually yeah, but. we said that, and then immediately Andrew went to, or get your butthole waxed. <laughs> I think that's worse than getting your legs, no? No, it definitely is. That's why I don't want to yeah. do it. I think it's a terrible it's, idea. Well, don't lose then. Freaking bleed down there or something. <laughs> well, don't uh, lose, says the guy who's losing currently. Hey, by one. I, I'll make a comeback. Don't you worry. 
Yeah, we'll see. Just like Kim Kardashian, am I right? We will see. <laughs> With cum on her back? Is that what she's <laughs> I was hoping he remembered the joke. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Andy Dwyer. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Shout out to the uh, Parks and Rec bloopers video on YouTube. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. In other news, uh, MLB Division Series are happening this week, so that's exciting. Yeah, and Marlon, shout out to Brody. Shout out to the best guest we've ever had. Uh, Marlins (laughs) are undefeated in the playoffs still. They beat the uh, Cubs. Uh, That was That was was pretty awesome to see. Now now I'm rooting for the Marlins just because, you know, we had Brody on last week. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, they can do it. You know, it's... Uh, it's funny because I'm pretty much just rooting for anyone at this point that's not the Astros, the Yankees, or the Dodgers. But everyone else, go ahead. <laughs> but didn't Dodgers lose, though? Uh, No. No, they didn't? No, oh, not no. yet. They will, uh, but not yet. Oh, well, yeah, they'll choke for sure. Yeah, okay, let's get into it. Why don't we, why don't we make some predictions here? Let me give you mm-hmm. the division series, yeah. the matchups right now. So in the NL, we've mm-hmm. got the Battle of California with uh la and san diego going up against each other and then um yeah and then the other nl matchup is the marlins versus the braves so between la and san diego who do you got uh i think i have to go with san diego i mean they're really slam diego slam diego i just they're just so fun to watch they're kind of hot right now and like we said i hate kind of hate the dodgers hope they choke so yeah let's go san diego yeah, I completely agree, other than I think the Dodgers are probably going to win this, um, only because from what I've seen, San Diego's been struggling uh, when it comes to pitching, but their mm-hmm. offense is just crazy. So, I don't know, maybe they've got a shot in that aspect, but LA's got some mm-hmm. strong pitchers. So LA is pretty solid uh, up and down, pitching and offensively. Yeah, like, exactly. They're, they're <laughs> I do hate them, but they are pretty well-rounded. Yeah, so I think I'm picking LA in that series, but I want San Diego to win. Yeah. Uh, even though the even though they beat my Cardinals, I didn't have a whole lot of hope going to that series anyway. So when the Cardinals took away Game One, I was like, okay, maybe there's a shot, and nope, there it is, and it's gone, <laughs> and it's gone. So yeah, I'm I'm still rooting for the Padres because I I love I love Tatis Jr. Always have mm-hmm. uh, hate Machado, but that's okay. I can get over it. <laughs> But I do like San Diego. I think they're a fun team to watch. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Marlins, Braves, who you got? Um, I mean, like I said earlier, I think we, I think I'm a, I'm a new Marlins fan, just for, at least for this postseason. So let's go Marlins, baby. Now, do I, do I think they're gonna win? Eh, we'll see, I guess. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I'm think, rooting for them. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I agree. I mean, shout out Brody again. Obviously, because of him, we're rooting, we're all Marlins all day, baby. So we're definitely going for the Marlins. Um. I think it's going to be a good matchup, though. I don't think that it's it's leaning one way or the other. Honestly, mm-hmm. all of these division series are really good at this point. So I'm, I'm happy just to see that there's going to be some good baseball, hopefully, because yeah. that's all I can really ask for. But, uh, I mean, I don't have anything against the Braves either. Like, I really like Acuna. I really like Freddie Freeman. I really like uh, Ozuna. I mean, he was mm-hmm. a Cardinal recently, and he was really fun to watch. I actually have a, a jersey of his. So... Yeah, I, I really like the Braves, too, but uh, I think I'm rooting for the Marlins on this one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Dude, the Braves and Reds game, though, that game one was electric. Even if 
maybe not for a casual fan, but for a true baseball fan, that was just such a pitching showdown. It was so fun to watch with mm-hmm. Trevor Bauer, and I can't remember the Braves pitcher because I'm dumb, but uh, yeah, Bauer, Trevor Bauer, Bauer was awesome. Dude, he had like eight strikeouts in the first five innings. Yeah, he was going off. Yeah. I, was... I, I did catch the game. I just catch caught the highlights, but yeah, it was, it was cool. Uh, it was so fun to watch. One one thing that was really funny was, um, I think it was the, was it the Braves? Oh, I'm gonna check my notes really quick because I can't remember who did the. It was the Reds. The Reds did this like attempt at a trick steal play. So they had a, they had a runner on first and third, and mm-hmm. they had the guy steal to second, but he like hesitated. So then he got caught in a pickle. Well, then the guy from third tried to book it to home. And he got caught. So then he got caught in a pickle and the mm-hmm. guy just like went to second. And then the guy that was trying to go home and f- finally get some points on the board, because that was a scoreless game until the 13th inning when Freddie Freeman finally batted a runner in and they, they walked it off with that. But, it, but it was a scoreless game up to that point. So the Reds were just trying to get on the board with a trick play, but it mm-hmm. was so poorly executed that everyone was really confused, even the announcers, and it just got ended up in two pickles and an out. So, <laughs> oh, well, I guess. Oof. But, all right. Ready to move on to the AL? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. So we have the uh, Astros, Boo, and the A's going into boo. that series. <laughs> now yeah uh i mean to be honest i probably follow the al even less than i do the nl <laughs> as a as a casual fan so i really don't know uh from a pure baseball standpoint who might win this one but yeah fuck the astros let's go <laughs> yeah i think i'm pretty sure that's the sentiment uh around the league so yeah, yeah go a's screw the astros and uh yeah i mean i think again i think every single one of these matchups is going to be super good so mm-hmm. i think either one of them has a chance but go a's i like these i kind of wish the white Sox would have gone through to be honest i, I like the, them a lot do you know who but, the underdog is in this in this series between houston and a's yeah I think it's the A's. I want to say they're the underdog. Yeah. I mean, it, they're kind of, they're throughout the whole history, they kind of seem like the underdogs usually, you know? So it yeah, kind, of, and kind of fits them. Exactly. And that Astros team hasn't really changed in the last few years. So they, they're still such a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's different is I did see. Is no more trash cans or. <laughs> yeah, that's the only <laughs> thing that's different. It's no cheating. Psych. They're probably still cheating. Um,. No, is I I read somewhere that Justin Verlander was getting Tommy John surgery, so that was interesting. Oh, oh dear, yeah. But also, Justin Verlander has the most game in the MLB, so because uh, he's married to Kate Upton. That's true. That so true. you know what? He's not really hurting that bad. Like I, you know what? No, <laughs> no. no sympathy now. Absolutely no, no sympathy. Okay, so then the other matchup, which I'm really excited about, this one is the Tampa Bay Rays versus the Yankees. Um, man, that's kind of a tough one. Uh, right. I think I'm, I think I'm going to go Yankees on that one. I don't like the Yankees, but I th- I think they, they got the, <laughs> the power. Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you. I think it's going to be Yankees, but the Rays have been playing incredible this season, like surprisingly mm-hmm. good. So I'm rooting for the Rays, but I, I think I'm going to give it to the Yankees. Yeah, it is so. getting exciting. 
it's 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 uh baseball season or postseason is usually when they ramp it up and it gets a lot more exciting especially for the casual fans out there i think oh yeah for sure i mean most mm-hmm. people i know are not able to watch a baseball game on tv they're like it's the most boring thing i like mm-hmm. i mean a lot of those people though they enjoy actually going to the games because the atmosphere is is so oh, yeah. different from any other sport so that's kind of fun but yeah most people i know can't watch a game on tv like like i can or like some other guys i know but mm-hmm. um yeah i mean postseason it, everything changes the postseason i know i know say, i could yeah. say the same thing for like an nba game with some people yeah know, they but that's they what i mean it's can't like, watch the regular season but as soon as it's the postseason they're all into yeah. it yeah that, that's true but uh, yeah for baseball especially it's like it's just the feeling i mean obviously it's just so different and it's a lot more electric usually so it, it, it's a lot more fun to watch definitely well yeah let's move on to the nfl man dude some crazy news happened this last week. The Steelers and Titans, they had to reschedule their game because I think it was 18 uh, players and staffers on the Titans tested positive for COVID. Um, is It's kind of unfortunate uh, for both teams that they're getting a four, week four bye week, uh, kind of unnoticed. But, yeah, like there was news during the <laughs> yeah. week. There's news uh, – as, as the reports were coming out that maybe it would get postponed, but then more cases came out and they just decided to reschedule it. Uh, it, was, it was safer that way. You know, they don't want, they don't want one person going out there and, and uh, giving it to the other team or anything like that. And then uh, I think this, this news came out yesterday that the chiefs and page or maybe two days ago, but the chiefs and Patriots or, or uh, uh, Cam Newton, he tested positive for COVID. Um, and so that game got, uh, postponed to Monday night um, until and then they were te- keep testing them and they're waiting to see if anybody else would get a positive case. I believe the report yesterday morning was both teams tested negative. So yeah, Monday night looks like they're going to go. And some news that came out this morning is that the Lions and Saints game almost got postponed because there was a positive test yesterday on the Lions, I believe. But today it was yeah. reported that they they believe they believed it to be a uh, false positive test. So that game continued. But man, in just in just one week, the NFL season got a little rockier. Yeah, I mean, we all knew it was going to happen. Let's be honest. COVID finally hit the NFL as mm-hmm. predicted. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, really, it's just kind of messing up everyone's fantasy fantasy leaks at oh, this point like rough. yeah like i had three people on a sudden buy and i was scrambling to pick up another wide receiver and now like my brother was was coming to me with questions because he's like i have cam newton i also have Mahomes. now what do i do <laughs> like <laughs> those were his two quarterbacks so then i think i don't know he picked up somebody else and and played him and it's been fine i guess but it's just it's it's a kind of a crazy whirlwind but also what it messes up is our Monday night football predictions. It only adds to the amount of games we have to predict now that lead to a punishment, possible punishment. Oh, another game for Connor to lose. Yeah. Whatever says the guy that's losing (laughs) again. Oh my God. I can't wait. A lot of trash, a lot of trash talk coming from the guy that's behind. Whatever, dude. Uh, (laughs) uh, I, I thought that was pretty interesting that they, they, the lions and saints, the, the false positive i think it's good on the league that they kept it under wraps um but i i'm a little surprised they did they were able to keep that under wraps until they actually retested or or, or whatever they did to determine it was a false positive 
Um, yeah, I, I well, I mean, to be fair, it's 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 the same it, to me, and it, I I don't know. At least the way I look at it, it's the same as if you had an injury that was going to stop you from playing. A lot of guys try to hide that because they don't want to not play. You know, they want to they want to play. They want to be the guy that can get the job done and and not mm-hmm. sit out. And so, if you test positive for COVID, all of a sudden you've lost that game, or you haven't lost the game, but you've you've lost that chance to play that day. And then it's mm-hmm. going to get postponed. It's going to mess up your schedule. It's going to affect the rest of your season. So. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe they just didn't want it to come out um, and tell anyone because it could spark more, I don't right. know, just more like rumors or things that were happening and, and confusion instead of, okay, well, let's and that's get why this, like secured. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's why I'm saying I'm glad they got, they kept it under wraps, yeah, yeah. but I was just surprised. It's hard to keep, keep that sometimes, especially with all the insiders and Adam Schefter sneaking around. <laughs> um, oh that shifty shefter and field yates and <laughs> uh but hey let's talk about the falcons for a second um do, do they they are the worst aren't they <laughs> they're the absolute worst <laughs> they gave up three they, they had leads in all three of their games this year correct they gave up leads in all three of their games this year blew another lead and they're zero and three and uh dan quinn should be fired i don't know how he still has a job honestly yeah, dude, I don't get it. And also, I don't know how you can, like, be a team that comes out so strong mm-hmm. and then just gives up. Crumple. I don't, I don't understand Crumple. it. Like, yeah, dude, the Falcon, being a Falcons fan has got to be rough. I mean, just watching the Falcons as not a Falcons mm-hmm. fan is rough. But being a Falcons yeah. fan has got to be heartbreaking. As a Washington football team fan, um, Aww, I'm proud of you. I, I'm almost appreciative that they don't give me that much hope, you know? <laughs> And then rip it away from me. They they are consistently bad. They are consistently one level, and I almost appreciate that from them. Oh man, what is what is the uh, what's the movie slash meme or whatever? It's like don't do that. Don't give me hope. Don't give me hope. <laughs> I, Gosh, I don't know what it's from, but I've seen that that meme. Yeah. Oh shoot, I can't remember what movie that's from. I know what it's from, but I can't think of don't, it right now. Oh, it's what am I talking about? It's Endgame. It's it's uh it's it's uh, Hawkeye. He's like, don't do oh, that. Oh yeah, don't right, give right, me right, hope. Right, right, right. I was thinking of a different one. Right. Yeah, you're probably thinking the, of the uh, the Office meme where it's Michael and he's like, don't, don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't hurt me like I hurt you. Uh, that's also one of my favorite memes. Is a. Uh, is when when used appropriately is michael and he's like i am 100 percent ready to get hurt again <laughs> yeah that's a good one like the falcons fan maybe you could use that one yeah pretty pretty much i mean that's what Man. i was i was talking with some buddies um with it was, it was a bunch of my baseball buddies we were talking about the postseason and when i said something about uh the dodgers like making it to the series i made some joke about the dodgers making it to the series and then losing again and that's it, immediately what our dodgers fan said or sent <laughs> it's like i am definitely ready to get hurt again <laughs> that's a good one but yeah they i just can't believe it man uh i kind of want to see if they'll lose another one this week they just lose it outright or they give up another lead it's almost yeah. interesting for a non-fan I was just crazy with the talent they have on that team, too. I mean, I guess I don't know their defense that well. Yeah, their defense is not great, but their offense puts up points. Like, their offense is good. Well, they put up points and then they don't. That's the the crazy thing to me is, like, they put up points Mm -hmm. and then even the – even if the even if the defense gave up points, if your offense is still scoring when you have a Mm -hmm. lead, then you're okay. Right? Am I wrong? Right, (laughs) right, right. But (laughs) I think they're also – they're not that well-rounded either. Um, they're not 
they're not a hundred percent one dimensional, but they're pretty close as far as you know. They usually just pass. Um, their running game is not great, and that's that running game is kind of crucial in you know when you're trying to burn the clock, when you're trying to you yeah, have a lead true. and you're trying to just hand it off and and waste some time. And their running game is not great. Todd Gurley's doing what? an okay job this year. I think I think it'll get better for him, but. Um, yeah, like their offense is really good in the passing game. They put up all these points and then I think they, the defense just seems like they figure them out and they can't score again. <laughs> That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Todd Gurley is not the savior of Atlanta. Weird. What? <laughs> uh, let's move on to another NFL or NFC South team, uh, the Saints. So we have an interesting question. Uh, do you think Drew Brees will retire if he kind of continues to man struggle is a tough word for him because the saints are doing all right well but but like drew Brees isn't doing great the saints are doing fine because mm-hmm. they have kamara who's just putting up crazy numbers and can still yeah. score but yeah. like you look at drew Brees' numbers he's not insanely great this season he's he's fine mm-hmm. like for drew Brees standards though he's struggling Sure, and, that, that's fair for his standards, yeah. Yeah, for his standards, he's he's struggling. Mm-hmm. And, like, even today, first pass of the game, interception. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, and I'm not saying, like, one game determines whether he's struggling or not, but I think in the – now, also, it's a small sample. We only have the first three weeks and then a little bit of the game I watched today. But, like, in those – in that short amount of time, it looks like no Michael not, Thomas either, except for well, the first game. True, true. With no Michael Thomas, so that does impact things. But like, even even with what he does have to work with, I mean, he's got Emmanuel Sanders, he's got mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara out there, he's got um, name another Saints wide receiver. Hurry, uh, <laughs> yes. Like mean, I can't really, but like I don't know. I I just I feel like he has enough weapons to still be dangerous. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But he, he does. Know, he, his, his like long he's ball, not the Drew Brees, uh, the Drew Brees of past past years, and well, he, I don't think he is for sure. But his long ball seems like it's lacking now. I don't think uh, I've watched a, a few of their a little bit of their games, and I feel like maybe I'm just not watching enough. But I I just don't think they're taking that many shots. I mean, maybe that's because Michael Thomas is out. But I mean, Sanders Sanders is a pretty good deep threat. Uh, what's their punt returner Dante or or something? He, he's yeah he's a speed like guy but i just feel like they're not really taking down the field shots that much and but when they do he just he also is not uh his arm just doesn't look as good right now maybe that'll change halfway through the season um but that does bring up an interesting question do you think he'll retire even if they like even if they don't have a great season but he's just like oh maybe he just calls a quit yeah, I just I keep wondering if he might just on, only because of his age too. Like, what is what is he like 33, 34? No, or, he's like no, no, forty. Sorry, I, that's what I meant. 43, 44. Like <laughs> no, he's I getting up he... there. Um, but yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, but like he's 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 approaching like Tom Brady age pretty fast. I mean, obviously Tom Brady is gonna always be older than. That was kind of a weird way to say that, but like <laughs> he's he's fast approaching like forty five ish range. Yeah, he's forty one. Okay, he's 41. Okay, so he's a little bit younger than I thought. But even still, I don't know. He's just he's starting to look like he's struggling a little bit. Maybe that's part of age. Maybe that's part of because of Saints injuries. I, I don't know what it is, but he just doesn't look the same. And it makes me think, like, is this kind of the end for Drew Brees? Or is yeah. he still trying to win, like, that one, one more think, championship before he goes out? 
I think he is. And if he won, if they got to the Super Bowl, even if they got to the Super Bowl in one of the past years, the last like three years where they've had crazy endings in the in the playoffs. Uh huh. Um, I think even if they got to a Super Bowl one time, I think he might have retired already. And then if they won, he def I bet he would have retired right after that. Oh yeah, for sure. But, always go out, go always go out on top. Oh yeah, but yeah, right now I think I I believe I could be wrong, but I believe he signed this offseason, signed a two year contract. Um, and that doesn't mean he has to play next year. He could just retire. But I think he the sentiment is he wants to play next year. But like you said, maybe they he struggles too much and he. Maybe he just gives up, or not gives up, but just calls it quits after this one. Yeah. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to bring up a, a, a stat I saw, or I heard during the Packers game last week. Um, so out of, like, some elite quarterbacks, right, uh, the – the uh, oh, geez, how do I – how do I tell it? So <laughs> uh, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers has not thrown to a lot of uh, uh, first-round picks. In fact, there's a stat out there about how many how many touchdowns people quarterbacks have thrown to first round picks. Peyton Manning is at the top of the list with 293 touchdowns to first round picks, and there are you know all the normal people are usually up there. Eli Manning's at 135, Brett Favre 127, Drew Brees 104, right? Uh, on that last Packers game, Drew Brees or not Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers threw his second touchdown to a first rounder ever and i just thought that was interesting is that kind of a slap in the face to the to the packers general management they're drafting like only two touch and it's still it was the same person it was mercedes lewis both times (laughs) (laughs) and so it's like well how has this man he's been able to be successful without it but how is this man not how are they not giving him more talent you know and that, yeah. and like this this year with the draft with Jordan Love, I like Jordan Love. I think he'll, I I think he'll be a pretty good quarterback. But are they? I feel like that was a slap in the face to Aaron Rodgers too. Yeah, I I, I think this is a little bit of of two things. I think it's a slap in the face to their front office, but also just a testament to Aaron Rodgers' greatness a little bit. I mean, if he's only thrown two touchdowns to first round draft picks, but he's won how many Super Bowls now? Is it two? One. It's one. Oh, it's only one. I thought he's won mm-hmm. multiple, but uh, anyway, point is, but to to be he's as been good gr- as very successful, yeah, yeah, exactly. To be as good as he is, still win a championship on top of that. I mean, I think it's just a testament to his greatness at that point. But also, yeah, slap in the face to Green Bay's front office because y'all suck. Yeah, it's like get him, a, get him some more talent. Uh, I <laughs> get mean, him some. He needs some help. He needs some he needs, milk. He needs some milk. <laughs> Seriously though, I mean, they 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 haven't done. I don't think. I also don't think they have done pretty good. I mean, they have Devontae Adams. They 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 pick good players sometimes. Um, they draft well usually, but like you had like this year is a prime example. You had a first round pick. You guys just went to a deep playoff run last year, and then you got routed by the by the 49ers. Um, okay, you know we're running it back this year. Let's get some talent either offensively. Let's add some to the offense or defensively where the 49ers ran all over us. Maybe let's get some defense on the thing, but no, they went and drafted a quarterback. I just, (laughs) come on guys. Yeah. And I mean, if, if, if they had drafted or built a team around Aaron Rodgers, like just an incredible team around him in the past, I don't think we would be as angry about it, but because Mm -hmm. it's like, come on guys, you haven't given him help like the whole time. And now you've drafted a quarterback to like, 
basically be his, you know, your your runner up. Like you're, he's mm-hmm. gonna groom him, and he's gonna be the replacement. He's gonna be your guy afterwards. But you should have built a team around him before that. Yeah, like we're they, trying to like win now. He has... struggled, like they've always struggled in the running game, except for when they had Eddie Lacy for a little while. Like he was really good for a bit. Well, but now they're doing like well with Aaron Jones. But yeah. Yeah, that's true. I guess Aaron Jones has been pretty solid for them, but I feel like mm-hmm. they've always struggled in the running game. And then if they didn't have Aaron Rodgers, they would have struggled in the passing game. But like, mm-hmm. the, yeah, somehow somehow they, they have squeaked out this like great team for a, a while. And yet you, when you really look at it, it's like, have they really done that much for him though? Right. And, and the defense is on the rise. Last year they were really good. This year they seem pretty good. And, and Aaron Rodgers is thrown out of his mind this year. And it's just like, well, if they had another piece, like, don't you think that would that'd be good for him? Yeah. Exactly. Again, offensively or defensively. I mean, just specifically this year, but. Right. Um, uh, in other Aaron Rodgers news, though. So a little headline that came out. Apparently, uh, Aaron Rodgers says he's he, he claimed that he would fake a, a helmet mic malfunction, a helmet malfunction, and say he can't hear whatever the coach is calling as a play and so he can just call his own play and <laughs> i think that's the most aaron Rodgers thing i've heard um also in the words of barstool because they like to use this caption a lot king shit that is exactly what that is king that is amazing shit. only legends can do that and that's exactly what aaron he's just Rogers like says. oh i can't hear you what yo oh, just... i don't know we're here to... okay okay we're going trips right let's go like <laughs> yeah just get up to the i think that was pretty awesome yeah, I think that's amazing and definitely a, a very Aaron Rodgers move for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. But also, maybe I mean, it seems things seem to be going well with the coach. But the coach is, I think the the coach might be around the same age as Aaron Rodgers, maybe even younger than Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Matt Lafleur. Oh yeah, uh, sure. They do have like a very he's young very coach young. Right now. I can't remember exactly how old he is, but um. I wonder if there's sort of a respect there and, and not saying that he totally dislikes him or whatever, but maybe he's just like, no, 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 I got this, you know, he's like, <laughs> fuck your call. Like, like I know what I'm doing. I mean, maybe, maybe he's like, yo, I've been running this offense for how many years? Like, I got this. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. And I, I mean, it definitely could be if he disagrees with, uh, you know, if he disagrees with the call, he goes, he's calling this, but I think that, I mean, He's been in the game long enough. He's been running that offense for how long? I I mean I think I think it's actually kind of a smart move on on Rodgers' part sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. I mean I think he's got enough enough <laughs> enough experience under his belt to to be able to pull well, that. And also, I mean, quarterbacks call audibles all the time. Um, yeah, totally. I mean, this as soon is kind of just an likes... audible before he gets to the line <laughs> before he <laughs> yeah, breaks exactly. the huddle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, try to see uh, if, if basically instead of trying to see if someone jumps on the count or something, you know, yeah. they're like, oh, they're showing blitz, they're showing blitz. It's like, yeah, uh, that's just a terrible call. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do my own thing. Yeah, but maybe uh, that's kind of what I'm wondering. Though, does it create a rift with the coach? I'm not sure. Not yeah, sure. I mean that that I think that could definitely cause a rift with the coach. But at the same time, I, I wonder if you're right. I wonder if there's that enough of that respect there where it just doesn't really matter. And he goes, "Oh, it's just Aaron being Aaron again." <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, uh, in other legend news, we have Tyreek Hill, who I didn't even know this, but this popped up on my Instagram, where. I guess he's been getting fines for flashing the peace sign at defenders when he runs past them and into the end zone. (laughs) Well, so to curb that, 
he got gloves made where when he holds his hand open, the gloves are yellow, but there's a peace sign printed on the palm. So when he holds his (laughs) hand up, it looks like a black peace sign being flashed at somebody. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's legendary because technically he's not flashing the peace sign. He's just holding his hand up, but he still gets the message across (laughs) because he as fast as hail. Cheetah, baby. Yeah, no. Cheetah. That's awesome. But also, hey, screw the NFL, dude. Why can't he flash the peace sign? Like, what's the difference between that and, like, high-stepping? at the at the end of the the run you know what i mean or Or, flipping into the end zone or flipping or or walking into the end zone you know (laughs) like yeah i don't i don't get it either the nfl is so weird when they drop fines they're just they just Mm. decide to dislike one thing and then all of a sudden next season it's okay like yeah okay that's weird oh roger when will you get it together probably never probably Um, never (laughs) But yeah, let's move on to some NBA news. The finals okay. have started. Um, I've enjoyed it a, a lot. Uh, what are your takeaways so far, Connor? Uh, the Lakers are a powerhouse. That's my takeaway. It's it's crazy. I mean, to be fair, Bam and to be fair. so they <laughs> to be fair they've played two games. Uh, Lakers are up two zero handle them pretty well in both games but uh ban they've had the heat have had some injuries jimmy butler doesn't look like himself and i think that's that's a little bit of credit to the uh to the defense of the lakers because they they've been doing a really good job not only on him but i've noticed last game on duncan robinson man they are playing him high they are not letting him get shots off game one he had zero points um like he's he's a big uh catalyst for them sometimes and and him jimmy butler's not really uh, uh exploding for points like they needed him to score a lot more last game and i think he was kind of just uh he was a little more aggressive in game one but not totally more um yeah i don't know the lakers just look so good right now it's crazy they do you're right they look incredible on both ends of the floor which is the problem because yeah i don't know what the heat are gonna have to do i mean really the heat have to get something going is really what it, what it they have to, to. They have because, to slow Anthony Davis down. That's the yeah, only hope. like one, they have to slow Anthony Davis down, which how do you do that with a seven foot point guard? Sorry, mm-hmm. not going to happen. But I mean, on top of that, like they can't get anything going on offense for themselves. Like not only can they not stop Anthony Davis on defense, but mm-hmm. when I was watching those first two games, I just felt like they they just couldn't even shoot the ball. Like mm-hmm. nothing was dropping for them. They were just shooting so poorly, which was I think I think game so one, yeah. Them. I mean, yeah, both game games. <laughs> well, well, game one for sure. I think they came out, you know, some jitters for people playing in the finals, all that stuff. Um, game two, they were their offense was actually pretty efficient for game two. It's just the the Lakers were just pouring it on, like that was the problem. They couldn't stop the Lakers at all. Um, they, I guess they made I don't a, know. Maybe they maybe made a little bit of a. The... Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say the Lakers. I mean, they did make a little bit of a comeback at the end of the third. They got it within like nine, I think, at one point. But Lakers uh, just didn't really get him, let him get closer than that, though. Yeah, true. And again, maybe maybe it's just like because I don't, I don't think I watched the whole game. I, I watched a portion of it, so maybe it was just the portion I watched. But it just seems like they're struggling to score so bad. Yeah, and I know. it's kind of hard to watch. They yeah, they go through they go through stretches, and I think. I think getting Bam back next game hopefully is going to be huge. Drogic, yeah. if if he does come back, that will be huge. Um, 
And I think I think they still can make it a series. I really do. Like they're I, the the other thing is they do they're not playing like defense and just the whole game like they usually do. They're they're they just don't seem like they have the usual heart into it either, which is weird. Um, so if they you know if they motivate themselves a little more, but man, Anthony Davis is tearing them up, a and monster. it's so it, it's so hard. I don't I don't I don't know what the answer is because when you put Dwight Howard in there. And Anthony Davis, I think we mentioned it before, maybe last week's episode. That is just too big. Like they were, they were having Jay Crowder, who's like six seven, guard Anthony Davis. Anthony <laughs> Davis literally just jumps up and shoots over him. That's all yeah. he has to do. Yeah, exactly. And Jay Crowder was playing good defense. His hand was there, but Anthony Davis's release point is two feet higher than it. Yeah, man, it's. It's looking pretty rough right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have faith in the Heat because they have been fighting this entire postseason. Like, you can see it. They have just been playing their hearts out and fighting every step of the way. So, I am i don't want to say I'm too concerned, but I'm a little concerned for sure. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we, we've talked about the Lakers' depth the whole time, too. It's just, it's hard to beat it. Mm-hmm. That's true. I I am I'm optimistic. Um, I think if they, if they try to quell... Uh, the fire that is Anthony Davis, you know, give put a little more heart into it. Like I'm saying, uh, they definitely can do it, but that's a big if. Like maybe, maybe there is too big of a stage for some of the the guys. I think the I think only two of the players have ever been to finals that play on the Heat right now. So yeah, that's um, true. I mean, and yeah, that that definitely could be part of the reason they got a lot of young guys. I mean, you got Tyler Hero who's like. Isn't he the youngest guy in the finals ever? Isn't that a thing? Uh, the, the he's the he's the youngest uh, player to play in to start in the finals. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I meant. Because he's like twenty. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. He he's got to drink his or his uh, juice box when they're celebrating <laughs> with champagne. Yeah, he's, he's like throwing Capri Sun around the, the locker room. Guys, like, what are you <laughs> yeah, doing, cool guys? <laughs> yeah, but one big thing, another another thing. Anthony Davis was crashing the boards last game. And the the Heat team were not – they just were not putting a body on him at all. And he was just doing whatever he wanted. There were three straight plays where he got an offensive rebound and just put it right back up. I'm like, dude, that's not how – like, you're just giving him too much confidence. You're not putting a body on him. And also the Heat keep playing this, this zone defense, which has worked pretty well. Like, against the Celtics, it worked pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um it's worked pretty well for them in the past, but I think a again their heart just not does not seem like it's fully into it right now, um, and I think that's part of it. And then B, man, you have LeBron and Rondo out there, and shout out to Rondo, he's been this huge underrated X factor for them right now. But LeBron and Rondo will just pick you apart. They'll just sit there, get it into the middle, and just pick you apart from there with the zone. And they yeah. just the I don't think the Heat. But then if you go, man, you got to put a man on Anthony Davis and Jay Crowder's just not cutting it. I don't know. I don't have an answer for them, to be honest. I don't think they have an answer. They're they're just trying to figure it out as they go. But I, what, something that was interesting, that I, a statistic I heard after game two was really we look at the Lakers and we just see them dominating and just scoring and Anthony Davis can't be stopped. But something I thought was interesting was they shot 47 threes in that game two and only made 16 of them. So, like, they're not even super efficient from beyond the arc, and yet they're just dumping points on the heat. I think I think part of it is their defense is really good right now, and they're getting out in a lot of transition, and so they're they're taking a lot of shots. You know, they have a lot of opportunities. Uh-huh. And so it's like it doesn't matter if they miss a few because 
you know, like just keep getting opportunities and then one will go down, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that's, I think that's just another uh, point to be made for the heat have to do something on defense to try and just put the fire out because yeah, if they can take that many threes, there's a problem in the first place, but also right, they, you're going to, you're going to hit some of them. Yeah. Right? But then also they're, yeah, they're going to knock them down. But if they're taking 47 and they just shoot even a little bit better and make, let's say 50%, I mean, yikes. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. I'm excited though. Like you said, I, I do. I'm, I'm optimistic a little bit. That the heat will come back, especially if they get their players back. So I'm excited. We'll see what happens in uh, game three, which is tonight actually, isn't it? Um, I believe so. Yeah, I think so. Sounds right. Right on. Um, some more NBA rumors and news. Uh, there was a report that came out that said Oladipo is maybe looking to get out of uh, Indianapolis. Um, good. Or Indiana. Are they in Indianapolis? I, I think, think they, they are. are. Yeah, they're they in Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's good? I think so because I think Oladipo needs to not be a number one guy right now. In my personal hmm. opinion, he's a great player, but I think if mm-hmm. you match him up with another great player on another team or even a couple great players on another team, he mm-hmm. can still shine and do really well. I mean, now, now, granted, we saw that not work on the Thunder not that long ago, but, but I mean, that was with Russell. That, yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. But that was with Russell Westbrook, <laughs> not yeah. not a team like, let's say, like the Warriors. I'm not saying he's mm-hmm. going to the Warriors. I'm just saying if he was in a system like that or even like the Jazz where they're kind of like looking for the guy with the best shot at the time. They're not just like, not like a Russell or a James Harden where it's all about them making the points. Um, Mm -hmm. I think he could shine. I think he could do really well. And I just don't think there's really anything for him in Indiana in, in Mm -hmm. Indiana anymore. Um, Other than like how supportive they were of him going through his injury and all of that. Like that's, that's the only thing I don't like about this coming out is like Indiana and that fan base were so supportive of him and gave him Mm -hmm. like showed him so much love through his injury, rehabbing, coming back, all that stuff that like for him to just now turn around and be like, "Eh, I think I'm out. It's kind of like a slap in the face. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, and again, it's just a rumor. He did come out and I believe he said, oh, it's just rumor, nothing true to it. But you you never know. Sometimes they're true. Sometimes they're not. Um, And you you have to save face while you're still on the team, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, But in in defense, I I, I don't disagree with you, Connor, but in defense of like him staying on the Pacers and all that, um, they had, what was it, two years ago before his injury, they had a great, they had a really nice team. He was the number one guy, but they they it's more of a team effort, kind of like the Heat, like they're really scrappy and everything. And they did really well that year, um, and then he got injured this last year. He came back in the bubble. He just wasn't himself. I mean, he was still rehabbing and stuff. Um, and I think this last year they actually improved the team. They're a really good team, and they have more pieces than two years ago. And two years ago they had a, a, a somewhat nice run. I think they lost in the first round still. Yeah, but. They had, a, they had a nice run in the in the you know they look good in the regular season and stuff, so that's my my defense is like well he's coming off an injury this year again I think they have more pieces than two years ago when they made a little bit of a run, so I in my opinion I think I think he fits in really well with them but obviously if he doesn't want to be there then then you can't be there then yeah it's not gonna work right but yeah in defense of the Pacers yeah, okay that, that was it I guess. Um, 
<laughs> I guess. <laughs> Huge news, though, out of Philadelphia. Doc Rivers signed with the 76ers. I think it's like a five-year deal, and I don't think he's in the front office this time, which he was in the Clippers front office, I believe. Um, I think that's huge for the Sixers. Uh, I actually really like Doc Rivers as a coach. Um, I think, but I think that I think that Sixers team is is a really hard enigma to crack, and well, it's going to be tough even for Doc to to try to get them. Their offense looks clunky at times. With uh, it's kind of clogged with Embiid and Simmons and Horford. Like it's going to be a tough one, but I think uh, I think there's a chance for him to for for him to do something with them. Yeah, I agree. I do like Doc Rivers as a coach, even though I guess I was kind of bagging on him like two weeks ago. But um, <laughs> yeah. my only issue with that is obviously they didn't listen to us two weeks ago because he's super bad luck in the postseason. So it's not like he's going to help you win a championship. Mm-hmm. And they haven't had great luck recently in the postseason. Either <laughs> no, they, they haven't. That's no. for sure. But yeah, I agree mm-hmm. with you. I, I think that Sixers team, I think you said it best. It's a hard team to crack. And especially like just knowing – I don't, I don't even even just knowing what to do with that team is so difficult. I mean, you have such great pieces, but it just doesn't seem like they mm-hmm. figured out how to really come together as a team. Mm-hmm. And and I think I, I have hope that of, of Doc Rivers that I think he will do it. I think Brett Brown, he was especially in the postseason, he's kind of he didn't like really to change his ways like if he stuck to the game plan a little bit too much like to his fault sometimes oh like yeah. he wasn't willing to he wasn't willing to change he wasn't willing to try to adapt in the middle of a game or in the middle of a series it seemed right. like um and so doc i think that'll change with him um i really do think doc if anybody's gonna figure it out he he's one of them he he could be one of them um yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm a little hopeful for them, but it's gonna be tough. <laughs> I don't think it, it, they have a lot of uh, a, they have a lot of talent. So much talent, but like like I said, it's it's a weird a weird fit for everybody. For sure, I agree. I I, I completely agree with you. I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's a good look, and yeah, I'm excited to see what happens with it. And I'm even more interested to see now what happens back in LA with the Clippers. Who do they bring in? How does that affect the team, mm-hmm. especially where they struggled in the in this postseason? Now what now what happens with them? I, I think it'll be really yeah. interesting to see. And and some reports came out about um, how there's a little bit of rift. I think Steve Ballmer uh, talked to the players before he made the Doc firing, uh, the Doc Rivers firing, but then some of them disagreed, or some of them were I don't know. There's some interesting reports coming out of LA right now. And Steve Ballmer, uh, that's something to something to keep your eye on, and a lot of rumors coming out about Paul George too. A lot of I don't think there's a lot of stuff, substantial rumors. I think a lot of them are just like crazy fans or whatever doing it. But man, guys, <laughs> calm down. It was one year, all right. <laughs> like I hear, I, I'm looking at trade rumors and all this stuff. I'm like, geez, guys, can we can we give it a second? Yeah, um, I, I I don't know about those. I think. Again, we've talked about it was one year. They're trying to figure out the system. And Paul George even admitted like the bubble really got to him. So I wonder if if 
a bubble is going to exist again. We'll see. We don't know. As of right now, it looks like more than likely a bubble is going to happen again. Maybe well, I don't think it'll be as this as, as I don't know. I don't know what the word is restrictive or 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 as as close as it is now. Does that make sense? Yeah, and like, and maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what Adam Silver figures out and how he wants to handle next season. All I was all, all my I was just trying to get at is like now that players have kind of experienced this and maybe figured it out a little bit, maybe we'll see a different Paul George next year. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But on the flip side, some of the rumors that were coming out is that you know there's a little after the game seven loss, he did a speech and some of the players were just rolling their eyes at it, and so maybe there's a little rift with the personnel there and that wouldn't be good either. So Yikes. is it Paul George? Is it Montrez? I mean, whoever it was, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure it's Montrez. I, I, that's not confirmed, but, but most know, likely feeling is, uh, do you think why gives post game speeches? I just thought of that. No, 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 no. <laughs> you don't, you don't think he says anything? No. I think he's like, all right guys, let's do it better the next time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why was just, why dude, was that Sylvester Stallone? Why did he get post game speech? Uh, I'm a stallion. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 uh, Adrian. Okay. <laughs> the only thing I imagine Kawhi doing is like chewing guys out, and guys are probably so scared because he's like, this guy never talks. What just happened? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the thing. I don't know how how vocal he is with them. Like I'm sure he does talk but i don't know does he raise his voice i have no idea because you never see it on the court i just have no idea the only but then like people reports come out like when he was in toronto reports come out like him and serge baka were apparently like best friends and they were they love each other and stuff like that i'm like when do you have time to even like does he actually talk to people i don't don't know (laughs) maybe that's why they were best friends they didn't talk at all yeah (laughs) and and serge was just speaking french to him the whole time and (laughs) i was just not talking yeah He's just smiling. He's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now go back to Parks and Rec again. It reminds me of the, the moment with Ron Swanson. He was just like, I didn't say a word to a guy that I worked with for 10 years. And he's to this day, one of my best friends. Best we still, friends we ever, still yeah. never talk sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah. He's like, yeah. I never learned his name. That's what it was. <laughs> exactly. He's like, we still never talk sometimes. <laughs> that's, that's how I imagine Kawhi and all his relationships. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's he's a he's a weird one. Uh, but in other podcast news and NBA news, so Kyrie, <laughs> we're just taking Kyrie, a one transition this whole episode, huh? <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, Kyrie was on KD's podcast, which didn't even know KD had a podcast. Uh, I bet he probably he probably took after us. I think Kyrie you know. also has a podcast. Now that I'm thinking about it. Oh my god, who doesn't? Yeah, oh, I hate podcasts. Yeah, podcasts. Um, <laughs> who, who even thinks of doing that during this time? Exactly. But no, so yeah, he was on Kyrie or Katie's podcast, <clears throat> and he he said, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, but he said it was it, it, he feels like it's the first time in his career that he's playing with somebody that he feels like that he can like defer to uh, at the like in late game situations or he he feels like it's his first time that he has somebody as clutch as i guess he is he didn't say as he is but i think that was implied uh, you know um and i thought that was interesting because uh he did play with one of the most clutch players ever in lebron james um yeah did did he like have a stroke and just forget those years in cleveland yeah i like, don't understand 
at all. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm very confused by that statement too. And oh my gosh, yeah, I just can't even imagine how. Okay, now granted, mm-hmm. I think you know when when Kyrie left and and worked out that and Boston and Cleveland worked out that trade with him. Um, I do think there was a lot of trust issues with him and LeBron. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he kept saying, like, oh, I'm not going to let LeBron son me or whatever. I just feel like maybe he had some trust issues there. And possibly it was because of jealousy. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, that's just such but a... But still to deny the fact. That's what I mean. Like, that's, that's 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 exactly what I was just about to say. Is like, maybe there were some trust issues so he legitimately doesn't feel like that. Like, he legitimately doesn't feel like he had a clutch player in lebron or like he he didn't have someone he could defer to because he didn't trust them that's all i was trying to get at but mm-hmm. at the same time like he's one of the greatest of all time how can you say like how can yeah. you say that and and i have a stat here from twitter oh. uh it's from first things first you know, uh, twitter and a and a and a quote from um nick wright um from fs1 <clears throat> so the stat is uh they're they're comparing lebron and Kyrie's stats in the to tie or take the lead in the final two minutes of a fourth quarter or overtime in their playoff careers, right? In their playoff careers. LeBron is 30 for 66 field goals, 40, shooting 45%. He's 9 for 19 three-pointers, shooting 47%. Both of those stats, amazing. Kyrie is 2 for 7 uh, field goals and 1 for 3 on three-pointers. And the, the quote from Nick Wright is, it's obviously no contest. You have one who's the greatest ever and one who has made two shots, which to be fair in game, I think it was five and seven. He hit amazing shots, but yeah, like, <laughs> like it kind of seems like he's riding. He's still coasting off those two shots and saying that he's that clutch. And I do think Kyrie is pretty clutch, but again, how does he forget about LeBron? Yeah. The numbers speak for themselves in that sense and I, yeah i don't know that it's it's a weird statement to make for sure but Kyrie's made other weird statements like that the earth's flat i don't know Kyrie's yeah. kind of a weird guy he is a weird guy and that's the thing i feel like i actually did want to bring this up i feel like Kyrie is misunderstood by everybody and especially himself <laughs> like and especially himself he doesn't even know himself yeah no i feel like i feel like that's that's an interesting point because he always he always says something or he always gets a headline that sounds really weird, but then he always he always seems to maybe not backtrack, but he always seems to try to explain it more and be like, that's not exactly what I'm saying, or I don't know. It's always like I feel like we always are e- either misunderstanding him or he's always trying to backtrack, you know? Yeah, that's a good point because even after the Earth thing, he was just like, all I'm saying is I made one statement and that's all anyone could talk about when there's more important things to like blah, 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 blah. It's like, yeah, but you still said it, dude, and you seemed like you legitimately believe it, and that's right. weird, especially for it, especially for someone who I feel like he tries to come off as like very woke and educated and all this stuff. Like, why would you make that claim? Like, do you mm-hmm. not believe in science or what or pictures? Like, well, there's think, pictures. And, <laughs> and I think to to his defense, I think he did say something like, "Oh, I wasn't actually like." I would just say, like, you can't believe everything you read and, and something like that. But I feel like that's a very, a very, uh, uh, very common thing that, like, a flat earther would say when he doesn't want to ex- come out fully as a flat earther. Yeah. I just I, say, don't believe everything you read. <laughs> All I'm saying <laughs> is Photoshop exists. Things can happen. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's what, dude, that's yeah. why I can't listen to freaking like Eddie Bravo on Joe Rogan's podcast because anytime he's on there, <laughs> he makes me unreasonably angry mm-hmm. because he's just like, all I'm saying, man, all I'm saying is like, you got to look into it more. You got to look into it more. It's like, Eddie, all you do is watch YouTube conspiracy theory videos and take them as facts. So what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, he's, yeah, he's a tough one to get through. Sometimes he's entertaining for sure, but it's tough to get through a whole episode with him. And that's, I don't know, that's how I'm starting to feel about Kyrie a little bit. Is like, dude, do you, mm-hmm. I, I mean, are you just watching YouTube conspiracy videos all day and then spout yeah. something off? But that does bring up a, an interesting point is when they're both fully healthy next year on the Nets, who is taking that last, that last shot? Because KD is another one that is one of the most clutch, I think, I mean, probably all time. <clears throat> and, uh, and Kyrie, again, to his credit, in the regular season, he is still very clutch. Like he's 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 pretty good down the stretch. Yeah, um, I I definitely agree. But if if you're asking me which one, I would mm-hmm. defer to KD, just because I, I would probably defer to him as well. Sorry, sorry. You I was just gonna say only on the simple fact that he's one of the best scorers ever. Like that's what he's known mm-hmm. for. Where Kyrie's known for his handles. And he's also a great scorer, but like that's what Katie's known for is for being one of the best scorers of all time. Yeah, and I think I think it's gonna be interesting, but like to handle that, um, especially Steve Nash, new head coach there, still still interesting to see him as a head coach. True, but I think it's gonna be interesting for him to figure that out. And I think unless Kyrie has a hot hand, then yeah, I mean you got to go KD, right? Yeah, true. I mean if Kyrie's the man that game, a hundred percent, like you have to. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. And other great basketball news. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking with it, baby. I committed. committed. I have to. We're committed now. I have to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, WNBA finals are also going on. Uh, I believe the first game was two nights ago. And the Seattle Storm won versus the uh, Las Vegas Aces. Um, Connor, what are your thoughts? No, I won't put you on the spot. Oh, Connor's a misogynist pig, and he doesn't watch the NBA Finals. It's fine. It's it's uh, but I did, completely true though. <laughs> I did want to shout out uh, a couple people. So Brienne, um, uh, 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 the the uh-huh. Bird, Sorry, <laughs> Jesus, Sue Bird on the Storm, dude. She set a, a Finals record and had sixteen assists in Game One. She was dishing it out. I love listen I know NBA WNBA is not very popular um some people really don't like it some people don't like it to watch I on the other hand actually really enjoyed the WNBA and Subert is one of my favorite players because dude she is so good with the basketball she's like a freaking maestro out there dude just dishing them out it, it's awesome it was awesome and she only had like two points but they still they still beat him pretty handily would you uh would you say she can pass that bitch like Stockton <laughs> i mean i wouldn't say that but i but jack harlow would and so now jack i harlow, would and i would and i wouldn't disagree <laughs> i would disagree but i wouldn't phrase it exactly like that all right fair enough <laughs> um yeah no andrew is 100 percent correct i'm a misogynistic piece of garbage so i don't mm-hmm. watch the WNBA mainly because i never know when it's on and i haven't that is it. that is that is fair <laughs> but but that's but to, to, to be fair to be fair 
I uh, could do a lot more research to figure out when they're playing if I if I cared more. Um, but mm-hmm. I here's here's what I will say. I have actually been really impressed in like the last couple years with like equality becoming such a hot button topic where like players in the NBA, the NBA itself and like other sports sources are trying to push more women's sports viewership, which I think is great because Mm -hmm. I, I am all for women's sports becoming bigger and more viewed and more watched and more followed. Um, Mm -hmm. but the awareness has to get out there first because again, I never really know when they're playing. They, I, I, I maybe hear like one announcement where like, if I look at my Instagram, I see like NBA finals tonight at seven, NBA finals tonight at seven. Like I see, I I have a a thousand different posts about the NBA finals, Mm -hmm. but I don't hear, I hear like maybe one thing about the WNBA finals while I'm watching ESPN about like oh in two days we've got game one and and then i forget so mm-hmm. i think more awareness would be great so that people actually have the urge to go watch um mm-hmm. but i do think it's been great to see a lot more support coming out for like women's sports and especially within that nba family the nba yeah. is really trying to push people towards it so that's been cool yeah uh all, all great points connor i totally agree with you and, and the cool thing about the WNBA is they've always been on the front end of social justice you know um uh, equality all that stuff uh, they've but to your point they've kind of been a little uh people haven't been as aware of them as as other things so that kind of gets swept under the rug uh, as far as like mainstream media all that stuff you know but i feel like this year with everything going on they they are and the nba players uh kind of shouting them out and everything they are getting more recognition which is really good for them and maybe this isn't the greatest sell but just talking about purely basketball if you because i feel like a lot of people talk to when i talk to people about oh i love the nba a lot of people like oh i only watch college because it's it's more it's more pure of the sport basketball you know it's not as fancy whatever right (laughs) whatever idiot (laughs) whatever right i don't necessarily agree with them but i do like college basketball but i think if if i think those people that say that thing like if you like just pure basketball because and again it's a weird sell because the WNBA isn't necessarily always as flashy as the NBA, but if you're talking about pure basketball, like they are really good. They they are really good. The WNBA, the WNBA is really good at just like pure basketball, team sport, all that stuff. There, because there are the there are the stars, but even then, like they the stars still like it's still very much a team oriented sport for the most part in the WNBA. It's it's fun to watch. All right. Well, if that's the case, I'm committing right now. I will mm-hmm. work to watch the rest of the WNBA finals. Okay. Well, there's a game going on literally right now. So, oh, after this dang game. it, man. I didn't even know. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. Uh, in two days, though. In two days. In two days. Okay. Right. All right. I'm starting in two You'll days. You watch the next one. You watch the next one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right uh we did forget one thing earlier though we did not make our monday night football pick you so let's forgot go back. earlier i thought about it but i just didn't want to say oh, anything. whatever you didn't bring it up i didn't want to say anything dude. you were talking about something else <laughs> okay but so because of the rescheduling the chiefs and patriots we have two picks this week uh, the first pick is falcons versus packers the packers are favored at seven and a half connor who do you got 
Um, I'm going to say the Falcons will take a lead and then give it up to the Packers. So I'm picking the Packers. <laughs> the Packers. Okay. And to make things interesting, I'm actually going to take the Falcons because I think there's a non-zero chance that that this game is kind of like the Falcons have tired of losing and the Packers, I don't know, in my head, maybe they'll come in and be like, oh, this is an easy one, you know, or something like that. True. And well, so, and also since we're, you know, going by the spread, it, the spread actually does concern me a little bit. I'll be honest. Like I'm, I'm picking the Packers, but it's a big one. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's the Packers, over a t- they have to win by over a touchdown. That's what I mean. Two like, scores. I don't know if the Packers can actually do that, but I'm going to, I'm sticking with mm-hmm. my guns. All right. All right. So we got Falcons. Uh, Packers and Falcons. The next one, again, the rescheduled game, Chiefs versus Patriots. Chiefs are favored at six and a half. Uh, again, no Cam Newton. Who do you got, Connor? Uh, I think the obvious pick is the Chiefs on this one. I think we both have to go with the Chiefs. And usually I would. No, I still am. Okay, I was like, oh, what? <laughs> I was thinking about it. I was thinking about doing the Patriots, but dude, without Cam Newton, I can't. I can't pick them. Jeez, I, was, I just can't. I was about to like commit you or something. Like, <laughs> I was about to call Caitlin and be like, "You have to take him to the hospital. Something's wrong." If Cam was there, I might have picked them just to like you know make things interesting. And I think and I think they had a chance still to to cover that. Um, I would but, I yeah. would definitely consider picking them because of the, yeah for that reason alone because i don't i don't know if the chiefs could cover that spread with mm-hmm. with cam at the helm but yeah with cam out for i isn't it guaranteed two weeks with covid i don't even know how that's i'm not sure how actually they, how they're handling that i thought it was like you have to quarantine for two weeks but yeah i don't know i'm not too sure yeah. or maybe it's just until he tests negative i don't know yeah we'll have to see but yeah agreed without without cam newton there I think Jared Stidham is the starter. I'm not sure. Who? Maybe it's Brian, uh, <laughs> their rookie last year. Jason uh, Stidham is, is their rookie? Yes. Yes. The transporter. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> the transporter? <laughs> the transporter is their rookie. Um, and I think I could be wrong. I could be 100% wrong here. But for some reason, I think Brian Hoyer is on their team too. Who? Am I correct on that? I have to look this up now. You mean the guy that was a starter for the Bears like five years ago? And the Browns and <laughs> a lot of people. Um, he is. Oh, and apparently he is starting instead of Jason Statham. Oh, wow. So mm. it is Brian Hoyer. So I'm definitely picking the Chiefs then. Uh, I think I would have. I think I would have picked the transporter on that one. <laughs> uh, right on. Right on. Or, uh, uh, or let's. What, uh, what, what was his name? Frank from Death Race. Yeah. I would have picked him on that one. Frank from Death Row. I can't believe you remember the name. <laughs> I don't know how I, I did. I barely remember the movie. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I just remember there's shitty green screen all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I have a problem. It's fine. I don't right. I, I don't watch too many movies. You do. <laughs> whatever. Uh, I can quit whatever right. I want. Gosh. No, you can't. Let's be honest. Let's whatever be honest. Let's uh, be honest. Moving right on to our master debate. In other Master debate news, debaters, we definitely need an intro for that, Connor. We Jeez. do. We need to. We need to come up with a drop. Yeah, we'll we keep saying that. Is that going to be? Is that just going to be like our, our running? That, thing? That's, like the keep, <laughs> that, <laughs> that's the drop. That's the drop. I was. I was saying, is that going to be like our running thing? Is like, man, we really need to come up with a drop, and we just never do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it keeps going, maybe. But I actually do really want a drop for it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we'll see. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, the first one we got here is: Are any Cheetos other than Flaming Hot even good? Uh, yes. Wow, I can't believe that's even a question. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, Connor, do you like Cheeto Puffs? No, garbage. Get them out of here. It's wow. Literally, they're literally styrofoam. Wow, I I actually like Cheeto Puffs. Um, what about che- what about normal Cheetos? I feel like normal Cheetos are actually pretty good. So no, I don't like them. So here's here's my thing: is Flamin' mm-hmm. Hot Cheetos are actually my favorite chip out there. Now, and- is it Flamin' Hot or Flamin' Hot Limon? both either one are great limon okay. is preferred but yeah, if i can't it's find the best. them it's the if best. i can't find them then flaming hot is just as good um mm-hmm. but i think I, sorry go ahead. Go ahead. no no please uh I, well i was gonna agree with you i think flaming hot limon is the best and it's it's a lot better than the other chips but i still think there are some pretty good cheetos out there yeah i'm just not sold on them i mean because here's my thing so flaming hot cheetos are literally my favorite chip the, the jalapeno ones are okay i've had those ones and then yeah, obviously i've eh. had like the and then i've obviously had like the normal ones but i don't know like something about the cheese flavor on them i don't like it and i, I don't know it just got me thinking i was like i mean are cheetos really even like worth it like they should just just have the flame and hot line and just stick with it because <laughs> clearly everyone likes them better like you just said like the flaming hot limon is clearly the winner yeah, so the why best. not just keep playing the hot hand no pun intended and just put out more like different flaming hot flavors and screw the regular ones they suck maybe maybe but have you tried don't they have an like, extra flaming hot now or something have you tried oh that? yeah those are delicious and they are actually are really hot i haven't had them yet like so. I'm, I'm really skeptical when some things are like, oh my gosh, it's extra yeah. hot. I'm like, oh, this, this is like... death, death hot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I'm, un- unless it's like an actual like hot sauce company or mm-hmm. something like that, I'm pretty skeptical. But no, they're hot. Like I don't, I, yeah. I cry when I eat a bag of those. Dude, speaking of like hot sauce companies, come up with the wildest names. They're like, this, this hot sauce is called uh, Hiroshima, and then. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that the first thing that came to your mind? I don't know. But that's extreme, dude. They go extreme with it all the time. No, it's like, true. Yeah. It really? It's like Mad Dog 357. It's like, what does that even mean? I don't know, but it'll yeah. burn your face off. Exactly. It's too much. There's that's so actually extra. my so my brother just gave or gave, not just gave, but gave my dad a Christmas present this last year that was a subscription to Fuego Box, which is a like hot sauce subscription service. Mm-hmm. that you get a, like three different hot sauces every month in this little box and this this week showed up while my brother was here my brother made a surprise visit for mm-hmm. to us this week and uh my dad was telling him about it and was like yeah i got this like berry scorpion forest or something <laughs> like like to your <laughs> point and, but apparently it's like they they made it's like a almost like a blackberry or blueberry hot sauce like kind of almost like a oh, flavored weird. hot sauce but mm-hmm. it's like scorpion pepper still so it's still gonna like burn your freaking throat jeez this yeah. one's called radiation poisoning <laughs> Dude, calm <Ugh>. down <laughs> this one's called fallout <laughs> that's exactly what i was thinking no what's the uh what's the what's the what's the place in like russia or whatever that's chernobyl that's what i was trying chernobyl. to think of it was like this one's yeah. called chernobyl 500 or or uh, fukushima isn't that another one? Oh my gosh <laughs> why do you keep going to that <laughs> no fukushima is the, the this one happened recently it's the uh the the reactor site that whatever was the reactor dude site. 
That's not the other bar. <laughs> I just I just love That's Nagasaki. That I just love I that think. you were thinking of uh what's uh we're talking about burning, so what's the first thing that comes to mind? Hiroshima. <laughs> Hiroshima. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my gosh. Whatever. Listen, I was saying it's kinda weird. It's like Japanese was an Japan was an empire. We dropped two bombs on them and now they're doing like Hello Kitty and anime and stuff. That's actually the Pretty reason for it. Okay, that's th- like if you, uh, I'm sorry, this is going way off topic, but if you actually look <laughs> into like the history of Japan and how from like World War II to now, how their like kind of cutesy culture came about, so to speak, it's insane. It's actually insane how it all happened. But go look it up. Seriously, look into it. It's so interesting. It's so fascinating. Yeah. It happened pretty quick too, like you said, kind it of like right after World War Two, right after that, like immediately it, after World War Two. Yeah, and it's just because we had like we had people stationed over there, and so then like then they started making certain things illegal. So then people just started drawing like comics, and then it just like blew up from there. Mm-hmm. And now nobody in Japan has a girlfriend, and they're all digital, and they're all virtual girlfriends, and yeah. How dare the you uh, the birth rate's like going that. down, suicide's going up. It's a great country. Don't you dare um, call my girlfriend like that ever again. Listen, dude, she's on the DS. Get over <laughs> her. <laughs> she's real, okay? She's not I real, promise. Connor. We talked over AOL Messenger. It's fine. <laughs> she, I gave her my credit card info. <laughs> she sent me a, a picture of the underwear she bought with it. Not on, but I saw it. Uh, it was is still in the package. <laughs> <laughs> she laid it out for me. Oh my gosh! Oh, all right. Okay. Well, let's, all right. let's get going, back on topic. I'm going into the next debate topic. Mm. I think we settled that all of the Cheetos are garbage. Flaming Hot's the only one that should exist. I think we settled on that. Am I wrong? <laughs> sure. Okay. Sure. Great. Anyway. <laughs> all right. So I have to set this one up a little bit because I was thinking about it like in recent weeks where my wife and I will talk about like going on vacation and stuff in the future. And especially where like, we're having a kid and all this other stuff. We're like, okay, like how are we going to navigate things like that? And we, we started talking about different fun trips that we could take and how fun it would be as a family and stuff. But then we always just go back to Disney and I'm like, why do we keep going back to Disney? We love Disney, by the way, we're Disney freaks. We can't get enough of Disney world, Disneyland. We want to go to all the ones around the world. Like, can't get enough of it watched i watched the imagineering documentary loved every second of it like all that stuff mm-hmm. so then it came, it like popped in my mind are, are people obsessed with disney like actually mentally ill like am i am i mentally ill yes i mean okay yes for other reasons too <laughs> but like <laughs> but also this reason <laughs> but also this one i don't know no, so like, it's like you, do, were you guys playing you said you were planning trips were you guys like you're always like hmm, where can we go oh let's go to paris because there's a disney world there or whatever right well we've definitely talked about that <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> or like Shang- isn't there one in shanghai too or something? there is but okay also yeah. part, part of that's because michelle's family lived in in uh, shanghai for five years so she's like oh, well yeah we i can take you there and show you all these cool things plus there's a disneyland but, there now but actually and there's one in hong kong so we'll hit that on the way <laughs> oh, that's true yeah but no i don't know i just thought about it we're like we'll we'll talk about other fun trips we need to take we're like oh like because michelle's never been to new york city so we're like we need to go to new york city and we need to go but here, there's no disneyland there exactly there's why what's the point <laughs> <laughs> what is the actual point if there's no disneyland yes you're very mentally ill um 
I watched, I saw this this video on YouTube. It was about this woman. She's like forty or fifty, and she's has like a her whole house is decorated and all this like Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse uh, decorations that she's collected from going to Disney. I think she she has the year pass and she goes to both of them like multiple times a month. Like she. And she and you know what? She she acted like a child. So, yes, I do think she was mentally ill and I think you're mentally ill. <laughs> OK, to be fair, anyone obsessed with anything to that extent where they decorate their house, that fiend, yeah. they are mentally ill. It doesn't matter yeah. what the thing is. But yeah, you, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But even like we'll, we'll just get like cravings or like one week. I don't know. Maybe I'll just be scrolling a craving through, like, for Disneyland. A, you, no, for real, though. Like we'll be like crawl, like scrolling through like our feed or something. And mm-hmm. or, and I'll look and I'll see something like Disney related. And I'm like. Oh my gosh, I just want to go to Disney World so bad. Like, and I don't know, maybe it just has mm. to do with like the fact that like Disney was always associated with good memories growing up for us. So, oh, we just 100%. always want to like we just always want to like experience that and it's like super happy and fun. I don't know. Nostalgia's crazy how much it can dictate our life, isn't it? Oh, it's nuts. Like uh, I mean, don't even get anyone started on like '90s kids shows. Like they'll go off for yeah. an hour and and a half. I mean, but it, but it's crazy because that's subconsciously or consciously that's definitely what's going on. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. And I mean, it is it is a great time, and I think Disney yeah. has some of the best customer service you'll ever experience. So like they're always, mm-hmm. you know, they're always trying to make it an amazing time for all their guests mm-hmm. I, I mean magical yeah yeah exactly i mean and i think at the at the cost to some employee happiness as well from what i've uh, read yeah <laughs> yeah but i but even still i mean hey i'm not an employee so i'm having a great time <laughs> yeah i don't care i don't care how they're treated <laughs> <laughs> hey. after they're done with their shift as being mickey for five hours in the heat get in the shed <laughs> here's some gatorade they just splash them on them <laughs> pretty much yeah. Um. This guy didn't say to have a magical day. Can you go flog him, please? They just like carry him away. <laughs> flog him. Yeah, they have a torture chamber. <laughs> uh, I have. Me. I do have to say, I've actually never been to Disney World, Disneyland. Um. What? And I feel like I feel like part of it now. I'm just like, well, I missed the mark. I don't. I don't see the point of going now. Oh, like sweet. sweet it, like is that is that is that weird? I don't know. I feel like. I feel like it's it's a little not that it's too kiddish, but I I haven't I never went as a kid, so I just feel like I just kind of missed the mark, and like now I'm just like eh, I don't really want to go, I don't really care. It's not weird because you've never been. Like mm-hmm. I guess if you've never been, it, it makes sense that you're like I don't even know what I'm missing out on. But yeah. sweet sweet Neil, I will take you <laughs> and I will show you the good time that it is. And okay, you will, please. You, then you will understand maybe yeah and maybe it's just yeah i haven't gone so maybe i don't know what i'm missing out but yeah it is there is a perception in my head where it's like it's just very it's very childish not that it's a bad thing but it's very childish and i'm like oh well i'm not a kid anymore so i don't need to go you know yeah and i mean i think that's 100 percent it too like it's it's weird to get excited about a park that's pretty much designed for kids mm-hmm. but boy do i <laughs> but but boy do i and they haven't <laughs> let me back since 09 <laughs> we don't talk hey, about those we charges were dropped we talked about this <laughs> we settled out of court <laughs> oh, man. yeah i don't know i mean i just i just think it's some food for thought but um i think now we officially have two different two tight ends trips that need to be made one is a game at no actually three sorry we have three officially one is a game mm-hmm. uh a, a, a raiders game at the new las vegas stadium the legion mm-hmm. stadium 
One is a Kraken's game, and now Disney. Now I think Disney. it's official. Let's do it. Let's let's start a GoFundMe for our start a fans. <laughs> let's see if they can do it. All right. Well, I think that's it for today, and I'm legally not allowed to talk about anything else according to that Disney settlement. But you know, if there's anything we learned today, Andrew, it's that kings do king shit. Shout out Aaron Rodgers and Tyree Kill. Shout out King Henry. King Henry as well. <laughs> well. Go follow us on social media. You can find me on Instagram at the thrill can kill five. Uh, Connor, where can they find you? Uh, you can follow me at moco moco dot c u d e. And uh, I'm meant to do this this week, but you know what? I think I'm. I think we're gonna pull the trigger, and I'm gonna finally create a two tight ends Instagram. So we will mm-hmm. release that on our personal Instagrams, where you can go follow us there and what the handle will be. And then uh, yeah, we'll just start posting stuff on there yeah yeah we'll we'll let you know on our own socials uh where to follow that um guess what kids skids are for kids you were about to say kids are for skids (laughs) kids are for (laughs) skids i always mess it up but uh just remember that guys and we'll see you next week see ya